Welcome back to Home of My Birkin Podcast. I am your host, Clyde Tammy, and I'm back. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Welcome. Um, so we have been on a hiatus. I think I stopped recording last year summer. And I just basically ghosted on you a lot and I am so sorry. Um, I decided to come back and I felt like you lot deserved an explanation. Like, you know, I can't just come back and be, hey, big head, like nothing's ever happened. Um, I know we know people that do that, but we're not going to talk about that gender. (laughs) So I decided to come back and my friend Sarah had an amazing idea where she said, instead of you doing a solo episode, 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 um, why don't she sit down with me and ask me all the questions, basically interview me regarding why I ghosted, why I went quiet, why I stopped doing my businesses. So a lot has definitely been going on in the last year. So I stopped BQ London. I don't remember if I had stopped when I stopped recording. So I don't know if you guys know that, but I stopped BQ London last year, summer. So I think it was after I stopped recording actually, um, around August, September, yeah, around this time last year, or was it July? Anyway, the sun was out. I stopped BQ London. I felt like I just didn't want to do it anymore. Um, I was done with it for many reasons that at the time made sense to me. Maybe they still kind of make sense now, uh, but maybe I'll probably see from a different perspective as to why I stopped in comparison to what I did then. Then I just thought, oh, it doesn't spark joy anymore. And that was enough for me to stop. Um, I was also struggling with a lot of, how do you call it? When you, I didn't know what my place was. I didn't know what my purpose was. And I was tired. I was mentally drained from trying to juggle everything. So I stopped doing everything, which made sense then. But now it did not does not make sense now because after a while, I just started feeling like I have no purpose. Like I was just living life which felt great at first, but then it was like, okay, so what are you actually doing with your life? (laughs) Um, So I had to go back to the drawing board and here we are. So uh, a brief intro, Who Moved My Birkin Podcast, who is it for? So Who Moved My Birkin Podcast is a podcast where I speak to black women who are in business. Uh, I started this podcast in November, 2020 uh, during the height of BLM. And the reason why I did that is because I felt like Black women, we tend to be overlooked. We tend to be placed at the bottom of the totem pole, basically. And I did not like that. I did not like that as a black woman. So I thought I'm going to start this podcast to highlight the stories of black women because black women are out here doing bits. Like, don't get it twisted. You might not see it that much in the news. You might not see it that much everywhere. But black women are doing bits. And that's what this podcast is for, is to show what the black women are doing is to listen to their stories is to hear um about the fabulous lives they lead is to hear about their struggles is to hear about their challenges the ups and the downs is to hear about all of that because i feel like black women need to be at the forefront i might be biased but I, I, that's how i feel so that's who the guests are on whom with my back in every now and then i'll bring a black man to come on and speak with also think that black men are also doing bits 
but this podcast is not about them. It's about black women who are the target audience for this podcast. It is for everybody. By that is, I feel like everybody needs to listen to these stories. Everyone needs to listen to black women. Everyone needs to be listened to. And that's why this is here for everyone to listen to it, for everyone to hear the stories. It is not just because I speak to black women does not mean that this podcast is just for black women. We already know our stories. We already know what we go through. We already live the life. So it is not just for black women to listen to. It is for everybody to listen to it. For people to have that insight, for you to see that past the community that you might belong to, past the group of your, you know, your group of friends, this is what, what's also happening in the world. This is what's also happening with black women. And black women, um, I know the stats say that black women are probably, are one of the highest in starting businesses in the diaspora. And I think that's just amazing. But what's unfortunate is that black women have the lowest um, investment. We get the least amount of investment, basically, but we open the most businesses. Ain't that some shit? So without me going on too much, I am going to hand over the mic to Sarah and you can listen to the amazing conversation that we had. She, Sarah is one of my best friends. I've known her since I was like 18. Um, so that's like many years. <laughs> many years that we've known each other. And she knows me very, very well. She's one of the few people in my life that know me and see me. So I thought it was a great opportunity for her to sit down and ask me the questions because I can't bullshit her. Because she knows. Some of the questions she was asking me, she already knew the answer. So it's like, dude, why are you putting me on the spot? Uh, but she did that anyway. And she did that for you lot to get an insight as to what's going on with me. Why well, I decided to come back and what's going to be in store for Home of My Back in Podcast. All right. So um, the reason why this podcast even came about is we went on a little cheeky trip to Amsterdam. We did. A little bit of Igbo and Shire. Exactly. Well, really without Igbo. There was no Igbo. Lizzo, my pastor cannot hear this. <laughs> no Igbo. <laughs> for those who don't know what Igbo is, it's... Um, weed <laughs> we all know that amsterdam is famous for weed why did you pause i don't know you know i've been so like thinking about them a lot like oh, still? yeah it's just been really fascinating and then i watched the nollywood film of a sex worker as well and i was just like this is really deep the nollywood film you watched was she a willing sex worker or was she trafficked? no she had a lover boy yeah yeah anyway so yeah, we, 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 di- we digress. This yeah. is our friendship, by the way. So um, would you not like to introduce me, though? Yeah, you need to introduce me, sorry. Okay, so everybody, hello. Introduce me properly. I, I am going to introduce you properly. <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, I'm back. Like I never left. Um, so I decided that I was going to come back and I was going to have a conversation. Actually, I decided that I was going to come back ages ago, but I think I was waiting for things to be perfect. Mm. I wanted to get the website done first before I came back. I wanted to get this done. I wanted this, I wanted this. Mm-hmm. So I kept procrastinating. And then, um, how did I come back to the idea that I was just going to do it? Or is it from, because you dragged me in Amsterdam? 
Oh. <laughs> I don't think it was a drag. I felt like, as friends, you need to just put your friends in order sometimes. And okay, sometimes... So you, you dragged me in Amsterdam. Yeah, um, well, she thinks... She was like, you're reading me? I didn't expect it, but... It was. We were at breakfast club in Amsterdam, having uh, waffles, chicken and waffles, and it just came from nowhere. No, it didn't. I don't know what happened. Why would I just start dragging you? You tend to do that, though. Wow, you're really putting me on blast like this. <laughs> no, I'm you, an amazing friend. I didn't say you're I, bad call, I, just I just call her said. to the order. No, no, because you're trying to say I drag you all the time. What but the you hell? do. No, I don't. Well, everyone, let's answer the question on why I drag. This leads us nicely not, into... Com- no, 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 it leads us nicely. You don't need to introduce me. I'll introduce myself. <laughs> This leads us nicely into um, the conversation with Clarity. So Clarity took long. Instead of her introducing me as her amazing friend, as the um, the friend that she always comes and chats to and speaks about things with, the friends that she t- she talks about her dreams, all her celebrity dreams about, all of those stuff. Yeah. Instead of saying that, she felt like she needed to tarnish my name. So I'm here to clear my name, free my name. My name is Sarah. I am Clyde, one of Clyde's closest friends. Um, this year we've been going on loads of holidays. And like I said, in Amsterdam, we had a conversation in Breakfast Club. And, you know, I see Clyde as a really talented... Oh, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Can you not react? <laughs> or else you're not going to get this. <laughs> I, the thing is with Clyde is that how she is a creative and I feel like she struggles with the fact that she's a creative as in she accepts it. I don't want to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> this is our problem. <laughs> and I say it's our problem because she comes to me about it is that I think um, she's a creative and she struggles with the fact that she's a creative. And what I mean is that she's always birthing new ideas. She's always having new um, like business strategies. She's not an employee. And once she starts to come to terms with not being an employee, then I think maybe we would go down that go down a different route. So, Clarty, I just wanted to just ask you, we'll just open the floor, like, okay, where you been? <laughs> where you been? How many months has it been? Okay, we're going to start there. Um, she, she just ghosted us after saying that she's I not did. launching. I did, I did ghost you. BQ no more. We're not talking about BQ. No, that's I, what I'm do, saying. I don't need to talk about BQ as well. Yeah, so many things. I'm just saying you ghosted happening. after that period. Yeah, and no, I do need to talk about that. Um, a lot has been happening. A lot, a lot has been happening. I think last year, what happened, I went through, if you remember, before I stopped recording, I had my dad on the podcast. And mm-hmm. that's because I was kind of struggling with the whole nature versus nurture thing. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I struggle with being a creative, mm-hmm. right? Because all I want, I've always said this, I just want to have a job that I wake up to and I love and I'm content and I get my 25 days annual leave and I get my bank holidays. I get my check at the end of the month. I'm happy. I'm content. She's not happy. She's That's not what content. I want. I know you want that, but you're never happy in I'm employment. Not, I understand. Yes. By the way, if my employer is listening, please. I love my No, job. she's actually happy at the moment. <laughs> in the employment. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yeah, so when I had my dad on the podcast, it's because I was struggling with it. Mm. And I was trying to think, have I been brainwashed, quote-unquote, in, in a very good way, mm-hmm. to think this way, to think it's all about ownership, it's all about mm-hmm. doing your own thing. Mm-hmm. Like, did my dad instill this 
from such a young age mm-hmm. that I don't know how else to think anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot be satisfied. Like you said, I'm not. I feel like I'm not an employee. I'd love to be, mm-hmm. but I can never be satisfied. And it was such a struggle for me last year. That's why I closed BQ London, and I was just like, it's not sparking joy anymore. Mm-hmm. It w- it was too stressful for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't want that stress. Mm-hmm. It was affecting my mental health in terms of. I wasn't sleeping. Mm. And when I'm sleeping, I'm thinking, how can I do, how, what, what can I do? How can I do better? Mm. I could not switch off. Yeah. And it was affecting me negatively. Mm. And it became a stress instead of being a passion. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I don't want this. Mm. I want a job. <laughs> I want a job. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all I wanted. I just want a job. Mm-hmm. Nine o'clock, I sign on. Five o'clock, I sign off. I go and mind my own business. And that's what I did for the last year. Got a job. Been happy. And I think the light bulb... I know everyone kept asking me what's happening with the podcast. What's happening with the podcast? Mm. What's happening with the podcast? I don't think I was in the right space to appreciate doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. I was in the right space to appreciate running a business. Because mm-hmm. to me, it was something that I did not want. Okay. It was something that I feel like was built in me. But I don't want it yeah so what do you think that how it will because you said something about it being instilled in you so your dad kind of like said you know have your own thing is your dad a businessman or is he somebody that does a lot of business yeah he's like an entrepreneur at heart so he's very much about that he's very much about ownership do your own thing Mm -hmm. and like i remember i don't know if i even said this in the episode with him that when i got my first job at benefit cosmetics Mm -hmm. and we had daily targets Mm -hmm. I think it was like around Christmas period, mm. and our target during Christmas is that it was more because mm. people are buying yeah, Christmas presents. Yeah, and I, my daily target was a thousand pounds. So I made my target thousand mm. pounds. Mm. Coincidentally, my dad called me that mm. day when I finished work. Mm. He was like, "How are you? We're just talking. I'm very happy. Mm. I'm like, oh, guess what? I had targeted a thousand. Mm. I made mm-hmm. more than a thousand that day. I was very happy." Mm. And he was like cool so you're talking about a thousand i was like yeah but i made more mm. then he was like but out of that thousand how much are you getting paid mm. Mm. do you know what i mean so now it was like yeah that took yeah it took away that joy of reaching that target and it's like okay at that time i was probably i think i was getting paid 10 pounds an hour mm-hmm. which is pretty good for back then yeah back well. then that's a good salary <laughs> boy yeah so i was getting paid 10 pounds an hour I worked eight hours so I got paid eighty pounds out of a thousand pounds that I made. So in my head, I'm like, oh, that doesn't, yeah, mm. that doesn't equate to the work you were doing, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. So last year was a struggle for me. Sorry, can I just pause there because that's quite vital in what we're talking about? Because I just got to say, like, I'm African. Or yeah, I'm African. You're African, and I think our parents have this this ethos of this like they can sometimes they can never be happy with what you're doing so you are you've come you're happy about what i'm doing and then he flips it you've hit a target and stuff like that and it's nothing negative on this is me not saying dad i love you like (laughs) it's not anything to do with that but i just feel like sometimes people do put on things on you that like you said, people put on their perceptions on you that because you were just what about eighteen? Yeah, yeah. 18. Like yeah. that's not really what it was. The thing is having the outcomes that was what was important to you. Because clearly, what was important to you was outcomes. Yeah. Then he's kind of installed money in you, if that yeah. makes any sense. So, yeah. but he is 
a different age, a different mindset from you. So at 18, what you would look at as achievement will be so different from what you look at as achievement now. Yeah, that's true. So then that is achievements. Like if you were in a employed capacity and you were meet, you were meeting your targets and you were even going above your um, targets because we were conditioned through school your results were so if you hit your results yeah. and targets you were fine yeah so that's literally our transition in terms of that when we got here you know you have to increase your earning potential you know you have to do that so he's coming at that angle for you but he's installed it in you quite early mm. so that meant that you are now would you say you're money motivated more than outcome based motivated um, I think if you asked me a year ago, I'd have said yes. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but I think now, probably not. I think mm. now I'm just looking for happiness. Mm. I just want to be content in something. Yeah, I hear that. Like, I just, I just want to be happy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I was going through last year. But I think I also kind of rebelled against it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I was mm-hmm. like, if... If I was, if this thing was instilled in me, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna let go. I don't mm-hmm. want it. Yeah. I don't want it. Take it away. I don't yeah. want it. I want to discover who I am. Yeah. As a person. So, like, even before the last one, I think I was in, I was still in therapy before when mm-hmm. I was recording. So I still carried on my therapy, mm-hmm. and these are the conversations that we're having. Of, what do I think? Mm-hmm. Who I am? Mm-hmm. Who am I? Yeah. And when I got a job, you know, I was happy for a very long time. I was proud of you. Thank you. But we knew. <laughs> we didn't know, but I'm still proud of you. <laughs> still proud of you because it was the longest ever. <laughs> yeah, so I got my job. I was very, very happy. I was content. And recently, I think a few months ago, I started feeling like I was being stagnant. Mm-hmm. I got my nine to five. Yeah. I was happy with my nine to five. Yeah. You know, but I started feeling like, what am I doing with my brain? Yeah, and I think I I can relate to that, you know. Like I feel like I'm a bit like that, but I'm an employee hands down. I don't I don't have I don't want to know about business. People say I should sell some of my skills. I I don't care. But you can. Yeah, I can. Yeah. But I don't want to. And I know I'm totally not a business person. I don't know how to charge. I don't care. Just put me in my thing. Put me in my job. I'll do well in my job, and I will increase my earning potential by finding another job that's gonna pay me more. Yeah. That's just literally. <laughs> That's me. And I think sometimes I think social media kind of downplays um, being wanting to be an employee. Yeah. And kind of embellishes being an entre- entrepreneur. Definitely. But I think it's important because you're like you're trying to find yourself and things like that. One of the questions that I was going to ask you is, what's your why? Because I think it's really important, even as an employee myself, a lot of my career planning or when I'm trying to map out where I'm going to go next is, what am I trying to achieve? Like, what is make what makes me happy? What is my 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 core mm. to working in wherever I work or the industry I work in? I don't know if you remember when I was like, I don't want to do anything front. So I don't want to help anybody anymore. Yeah, I just wanted to be in the back office, yeah. and I went to go and get one admin job. And they even asked me like, "What are you coming to do?" I said, "I don't want to talk to nobody no more." <laughs> And literally, like, three weeks, I was like, what kind of life is this? Like, you can't hide from who you are. Yeah. Like, your core things that you like doing or your core being, like, as much as I'm like, oh, I'm not a people person, I tend to be in jobs. I tend to be in jobs that I am helping people or I have a lot of interaction with people. It's very taxing, but I gravitate to Okay. I gravitate to it. But, like, that's what I'm saying. What is your why? Because you need to start from there. Like, what's your why? Why do you do... Why did you do 
Who moved the bed? Because I remember when you started Who moved the bed? You frustrated my life with what design is this? Oh, what do you think about this title? Oh, oh this, this, for those who don't know, I actually really wanted to call the podcast for coloured girls yeah. who considered businesses when employment was enough mm-hmm. was too much or something yeah, it was like a that long title, yeah but it was because of for like for colored girls yeah, to come in, yeah. consider whatever and then you're like no that's too traumatic that was not a good story. yeah because yeah yeah because for colored girls yeah when you think about the movie anyone that's watched that movie yeah it's traumatized because out of the four women you could relate to at least one from yeah. certain aspects of it all and when people think about that movie it's not anything of joy <laughs> so i don't really want your podcast to start on the wrong foot <laughs> Four. And I think that who moved the Birkin is my Birkin. Okay, Get yeah. Who moved right. my? Sorry, who moved my Birkin? Actually, was a really good. Is a really good title. Yeah, no, I like it. Yeah, so I give you props with that one. Thank but you. like, what was your why for starting that? What's your why for all the? Because we, I was gonna go along and like go through your con. Your timeline of we don't your need businesses. To. We don't need to. No, do but that. it is it's to understand, yeah, that you have a mind that you want to open businesses all the time. There was March Baby we People, which was a t-shirt line in uni. We I was really 18. proper. This was yeah, yeah. We proper like I'm sure we had a little fashion show. This girl will be uh, showing us samples. She'll come every weekend and just be showing. Yeah. Then that was, was in 2013. Yeah. And legit, I think I had got to the point where I was like, oh, Clarity, another business. But, like... What I've, happened after much, baby? I wonder. There was something, though. I just can't remember. Like, this is how long the timeline has been. But I, I can't remember. But the, the the big one for you, I think, was BQ London, basically. We had Butter Queen. And I was so proud of you with Butter Queen. I'm going to give you your accolades because I do think... You have created you. What I was reading her about in Amsterdam was that how she actually has good ideas, good initiatives, good things that would actually, you know, with time can really blow. And I think you got BQ London to a point where people, you were seeing people on the train that you don't even know yeah. with BQ London and you are the owner. So that's big you know the, already. You know the woman that married us? Yeah. She was a customer and I didn't exactly. even know that she was a customer. That was so your registrar actually was doing um getting bq london product products you didn't know so at the end of the day and it wasn't even just like your social network you know sometimes your business is your social network it was outside your social network and all races were buying your your products yeah yeah when you look at it that way and obviously you had that and then you have you had a melody box as well yeah and then you had the podcast as well so you were kind of doing multiple things which for me as a person that's not a business person like i looked up to you and i thought you know what after the bq london was here to stay i said hey (laughs) we might have had the got the one i was so proud of my um, friend people if i don't tell you this before i was like bq london closing hurt me i think more than her um so yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying, like, what was your wife for doing these, um, for starting up these business or being an entrepreneur? And then what kind of stops you from just going the full mile with it? Yeah, we're going to talk about it. Okay. So I think the why, well, firstly, like I said, I thought it was my conditioning. Mm-hmm. That my why is ownership. Mm-hmm. That's the why. Mm-hmm. And I've always said business ideas don't. They're not hard for me to come up with. No, they're not. I can literally come up with them. Right now, I'll be like, oh, that would be cool to start. Yeah, 100%. Um, so I think 
that was always my why. Mm-hmm. Ownership was always my why. Yeah. But I don't want that anymore. Mm-hmm. I want it to make sense. Mm-hmm. I want it to make me happy because as much as I can come up with a business idea, it doesn't mean that it's, a business, it's the right one for me. Mm. Like, you know, me and my sister-in-law were going to start the flower, flower business. Yeah. And it had, I'm not going to give it away because I still think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. But the flower business is such a great idea. Mm-hmm. But none of us are florists. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do flower arrangements. Yes, I can learn. Mm-hmm. But do I love flowers that much? Yeah. Mm, it's a bit like a massage not. course, isn't it? But that's where Bikki learned yeah, exactly. came from, that's right? what birthed it, yeah. Yeah, because... But I was never supposed to massage. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to run the business. Mm-hmm. I just had to get the qualification mm-hmm. so that we can be insured. Mm-hmm. Because with massages, you don't need a qualification mm-hmm. for you to give a massage. Mm-hmm. You can, I don't know why it's not controlled. It's mad. Yeah, it's not controlled, but yeah. it should be. But anyone can wake up today and start becoming a massage therapist. Wow. But you cannot be insured mm-hmm. unless you have a qualification. Yeah, okay. okay. So that means if you decide to go massage someone today... Mm-hmm. And they sue you for something, yeah, you're, you're in trouble, trouble because yeah. no one's insuring you. So that's why me and my friend were like, okay, cool. All you people that are doing love massage, <laughs> you, you be seen, careful. You seen those videos? Huh? Have you seen those videos? No. But I think they're American. Have you not seen them? No. I'll show you a TikTok page. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> More of the story is don't do massage for free. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I was never supposed to massage mm-hmm. with that idea. Yeah. The idea was just, I get the qualification so we can get insured. Yeah. Um, but then while I was doing that, my friend got married. And then she was like, yeah, I don't feel like doing this with you anymore. Yeah, so I was like, okay, cool. I, I'm not massaging people. I didn't like it. I didn't like massaging. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not becoming a therapist for mm-hmm. this. I th- no, but you know what? For a while, I did. I was going to open the spa. Yeah, I remember you- looking around Basildon. And I was going to open the spa there. Yeah, because I know you had another idea where you wanted to do a natural hair salon. Yeah, I, I still would like to do that. That's like in my mm. back pocket. So I think my why, going back to answering your question, I think my why tends to be things that I'm passionate about, mm-hmm. but I find profitable. Yeah. Right. So with the with the spa thing, I was going to call it Tammy's Day Spa. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. Um, Can I just put that how this tammy that you use yeah oh my god it, okay, okay. no 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 because it really pays because this thing oh that you god. do annoys the hell out of me is that clarity yeah i wouldn't used to call her tammy all the time she'll be like i'm not something i ain't she'll be crying about it complaining that this tammy and now that's her signature everywhere she calls herself tammy and she don't even ever give me the accolades for it i don't understand you've never came back and said you know what like you calling me tammy actually has given me like my my name you're going to be silent, yeah? Yeah, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> Why? But you've never commented on that. I'm, I'm not going to. <laughs> wow. Uh, sorry, wow. that hurts your feelings. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you not commenting on that? Because I don't think it's a conversation for right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go on. Okay, fine. Yes, you No, no, no. Don't yes, worry. I don't want it. I don't want it. Tell me whatever. <laughs> uh, to be fair, you also called me Cece, but that didn't stick. Yeah, but Tammy stuck. And do you know what? Yeah, knowing you, it could come. I don't know. Say come back too. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was gonna open Tammy Stays Bar by myself, but at that time I didn't have money to invest in it mm. because if you're gonna have like a brick and yeah, mortar, yeah, 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 yeah. it's um you need money. Mm. And I still doing the financials and stuff. I didn't think that it was gonna be profitable because with spas they tend to be treats, mm. and I tend to dream big. Mm, so yeah. my idea was like a haven like mm. somewhere that you walk in and you're yeah. like wow. wow yeah and that's gonna cost a lot of money so i need 
to know I can make that money. And the I reason why she has this mentality, Clarity loves soft life. I love soft life. Because yeah. what I was going to say to you is that obviously you said your why is because, you know, you wanted to do something that you're passionate about, you know, and that's profitable. Yeah. Um, and I just think that sometimes, I guess, like with our passions, obviously when it comes into a business form and making money and putting efforts to it, sometimes the passion kind of feels like, I'm actually passionate about this because you're working hard to yeah, push something. Goes. Yes. But do you think that that's a momentary thing or is a phase of your business to push through? Yeah. Yeah. So what stops you or do you think you push enough and then you're just like, no, what is stopping you from pushing through and seeing the longevity of things or things like that? What makes you just say, "Mm, I'm done. I'm done. I think one of my biggest weaknesses or flaws is I don't want to struggle. See, back to soft life. Yeah, I think, I think. I, that's something that I definitely have to overcome. I think I need to get yeah, thicker skin. Because if you don't want to... I don't really like the word struggle, but I think if you don't want to have a little bit of the hardness of things, yeah. Yeah, I think... I think... Do you ever get to your full potential? Because, no. Uh, yeah, exactly. But you have to go through the... You have, you have to, to. You have to yeah, take the dip. I know my mind knows this. Yeah. My, my logic, conscious mind knows mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. But when I'm in... The trenches yeah. with that. Yeah. I feel like I think my biggest fear mm-hmm. is, and I think I've told you this before, is to go so low that I don't know how to come back up. Mm, but how do you mean go so low? Like, like oh, it doesn't work mentally. Out. Oh, okay, okay. Like get yeah. so down yeah, 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 yeah. that I'm just like I can't come back out of yeah. this. So that's why I'm just like when I feel like. My mental health is going down. Mm-hmm. It's declining. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. We have to stop here. Because once we yeah. go lower than this, I don't know yeah, and I how think low, much lower we're going to go. Mental health, I will sing all day. You need to protect your peace, your mental health. I think what's also important, though, is although you always cast me that I read you and stuff like that, I think it's very important who you surround yourself with mm. when you're doing these kind of things. Or, like, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, that... I think yesterday I had, like, we had a workplace Sunday in church and one of the key things that people were saying is, you know, if you're with like-minded people or if you're in the same level with people like your friends, you know, you can go so fast far. Whereas if you have a circle that's above you and then you maybe have people that you are putting up with you, it makes more sense. So do you think your circle is equal to you or do you have enough people that's doing what you're doing to be that support system because I can support you and be there for you as a friend because I love you, but I might not know certain struggles. Because for me, I'm just like, Clatty, what's going on? Like, yeah. you need to do this now. Yeah. I, I acknowledge your fears. I acknowledge your emotions and I will validate them. But for me, I'm just like, I can see that you can do this. Why are you not doing that? So that's my biggest gripe with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas somebody who's in business, part of the reason why I don't want to do business is, well, it's long. It's long. For me. So it's long. It's long. But I feel like I don't really feel like you have people, but you can correct me if I'm wrong, that journey the same journey as you. Yeah. And that's important. And also, I know that you and networking also, you're very shy. I'm not shy. I just have anxiety. Okay. Well, I didn't want to really. Yeah. Okay. I didn't really want to like expose you, but. Because I was gonna say, well, you don't really like what I I was trying to be. I've got it better though. Yeah, I think yeah. So in that kind of respects, 
you know, I think in the lines of where you're going, your business and stuff like that, I think one of the slogans that they used in church yesterday was like, don't be afraid to be a beg. Yeah. You do I have agree. to be a beg it. I agree. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I think the time that I've taken out this last year, it has been so helpful, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, how many networking events have I been to? Yeah. How many times probably. have I told you, oh, I'll, talk, I'll talk to this person, I'll talk to that person, I'll have this person's number and stuff. And... I'm very proud of myself. But that's because you're going with somebody. Good. No, that's an event that I went by myself. Yeah, no, no. I'm Listen to what I'm saying. Okay. Not in the sense that, I mean that, that's what I'm saying. If you're going with like-minded people or you're oh, going okay, with okay, people okay. that journey the same kind of hustle that you're hustling, yeah. you have that support network. People will push you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying to you. Your circle, when you look at your circle, do you think it could be better and could help you with what you're like... With your progress in business. I Yeah, I think so. I think, okay, because... Apart from me, of course. Well, you, you, <laughs> you can't really relate. So yeah, no, that, I've, no, I've actually said, that, that's why I said yeah. I can't relate to it, definitely. Um, I mean, love you to bits, mm. but um, I, I don't, maybe, I think maybe that's, that's where the problem is. Mm-hmm. Because when I, I talked to you way before I decided to stop BQ London. You knew I was coming. No, I didn't. You did. I saw it on um, Instagram. No, I was not no, impressed. No, no. We had many conversations while I was saying to you, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. We had many conversations, but I don't know if being with like minded people would have helped because I had many conversations. But then maybe you're right because the conversations I did have mm-hmm. were not with people in business. No, mm. with my friends, that was my family. And then those conversations, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. It's not feeling, I'm not mm. feeling it anymore. Mm-hmm. And everyone gives you the same advice. Just push through. It might just be a bad patch. Mm-hmm. Just stick with it. Like you said, you're doing well, this, that, and the yeah. other. Like mm-hmm. I was, you know, I was featured in Pinterest and all this other stuff, which was amazing. And But maybe on some level, me knowing that you lot don't really know, mm. it wasn't, yeah. it wouldn't, Get me. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I wouldn't hear it, hear it. it wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I feel like the last year, I've been very intentional with the connections mm-hmm. that I've been making. Mm-hmm. And I've been very... I've been coming out of my comfort zone and speaking to people where usually I'd have been like, my anxiety would have been like, girl, come back, come back, come back, don't. Mm-mm. But I've been out there. I've been talking to people. Uh, no, and I and and you know I think your year out probably has grown you. Well, is that what is that the right terminology? It sounds right. Yeah. Okay. It sounds correct. It, it doesn't sound right to me, mate. It sounds right. To if me. it's poor English, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I think you have grown. But I, I, I would like you to kind of, I guess, because one time you did say something about having a um a fear of failing. Yeah, I still do. Yeah. So, what's changed now? Because you're coming back now. Yeah. What's changed? What, I still do. What's um, the difference with you not coming back for three months and then going back again? Well, I still have a fear of failing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that me and my therapist are actively still mm-hmm. trying to deal with and trying to find mm-hmm. out what the root is. But, you know, like many things, a lot of things are rooted in childhood. Mm-hmm. But we won't get into that. Um, every day therapy they'll just say uh, when you were two no, you know you cried the way you cried and, no and that's came. what and no one came that's, that's, that's no it. one came to pick you I, I'm actually like 
I'm I'm pro therapy, but some of it I'm just like, hmm. You people cause issues as well, no, but, you know. No, but for your failure though, it tends to be no, no, of course, rooted in something in your childhood. It doesn't necessarily have to be someone's fault. Yeah, of course. It might just yeah. be maybe you got you got you were last in mm. your class one day yeah, and yeah, everyone made just, fun of yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your true. parents don't have nothing to do yeah. with that, but the fact that your whole class made fun of you because you failed yeah. or you came last, I yeah. don't know. It, it can be anything, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. And it can be the fact that maybe you won mm. everything. Mm. Yeah, because I think I had fa- a failure and um, failing, and it it was just literally because of certain things that happened later on from being like a a class at um, I mean like really good in my studies, and then one time I just like exactly. really fell. Yeah, and literally yeah. from that, forget it. It could be. It could yeah, be, it like, literally is like. Yeah, but obviously, I can trace it. But no therapy needs to tell me that. Do you know what I mean? But <laughs> I'm pro therapy. I'm just saying. Um, but what I mean is that how your fear of your fear of failure. You have said to us in our said to me in your private in our private conversations that that that's been a stumbling block for you. Yeah. So we're saying that's been a st- stumbling block for you. You not really wanting to. You like soft life. Yes. Like the struggle, yeah. So how are you dealing with that? Because if we're going to still be in, you've got so much ventures that you can actually kind of nurture and make big, but how are you going to, how are you unlearning those patterns? How are you, what have you done in this year um, away from everything that you think could make your time now different? Well, with my fear of failure, mm-hmm. I think... I saw my fear, my, I saw my failure as a rejection, mm. right? Mm. If I fail something, for example, the things that we're talking about now, they're mm. out of my control, mm-hmm. sort of, right? I put this podcast out, mm-hmm. nobody might listen. Mm-hmm. I see that. That's my failure. Mm-hmm. I failed. Mm-hmm. But really, it's not my failure. Mm-hmm. If you listen to it, if you want to listen to it, don't if you don't. So it's like that kind of conditioning that I'm, I'm actually having to, you know how people talk about affirmations, mm-hmm. you're, you're amazing, but I have to condition myself and affirm myself that sometimes failing is good as well, Yeah. right? And I want to be comfortable mm-hmm. with failing. Yeah. I want to yeah. fail. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I don't feel like I have failed. Mm-hmm. I have stopped things before they fail. Mm-hmm. And I have stopped things just in case I feel like, oh, am I about to fail? Oh, okay, I'm going to stop. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if I'm going to fail here. Yeah. I want to fail. So I can get comfortable with it. That's why I remember when I said to you, I'm going to ask everyone for a discount. And you're like, what, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to be comfortable being told no. Mm-hmm. And I was asking discount. Literally everybody, I was asking them for a discount. Mm-hmm. They kept saying, no, 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 no. Because I want to be comfortable being told no. Mm-hmm. So that when I email guests, mm-hmm. when I email Oprah to say, Oprah, can you come on a podcast? Mm-hmm. And she doesn't email me. I'm okay with being told no. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because you're like, kind of like conditioned. Like, oh, they're going to say no or they will say no. They'll say yes. But, I'm, yeah, yeah. but now that when I'm being told no, mm-hmm. it doesn't make me feel like it's something mm-hmm. to do with me. Mm-hmm. It's just that if I ask you for a discount... And you say no, it's not because you don't want to give me a discount. Maybe you're not allowed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. True. If I ask you to come it's on the podcast, podcast and you say no, it's not that because you don't want to talk to me. Maybe it's because you're busy. Maybe yeah. because you don't like podcasts. Yeah. Maybe you don't yeah. want to put your life out yeah. there. Maybe like so. I'm having to recondition mm. my thoughts and the yeah. way that I process things to see that a lot of things that happen outside of me yeah. are not nothing to do with me. Yeah, and that's what I was about to say. It's, it's literally not about like a lot of the times. It's not about you. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes. Like, if you ask me to do something and I say, no, it's probably not about you. It's probably well, you're kind of different. Why wouldn't you do it? Because I, I have... 
I have an option to say no. Mm. What do you mean? Mm? I feel like, excuse me, you cannot talk because you <laughs> always like, you have, you can say no. You, yeah, I can say no. My therapist said I can say no. <laughs> so don't even. If I don't want to do something, I'm going to say no. Yeah? <laughs> so, um, but like, honestly, I think it, like, when in Amsterdam, when I was having a conversation with you and I was just saying like, I feel like you need to just really come to terms with who you are. What's that? That you're not an employee. Oh, I mean, you mean that, yeah. that, that yeah, person? Yeah, okay. and I think it does also, like, knowing who you are as a person is very important in 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 the path that you're taking in general. So, and uh, what am I trying to say? Like, even knowing who you are, personally your identity i think is really important in terms of your the decisions that you do because work and work ethics yeah takes over like what 50 years of our life 42 yeah 42 years of our life some people we're working more now so we don't know by the time we get into workable age but by the grace of god we will retire early but i'm saying that how like knowing who you are so kind of like saying okay this is who i am how does this plan out in my career what what are the what are the pros and cons of who I am in my career, if that makes any sense? Yeah. So, like I before I never really planned my career. I kind of fell into things. Yeah. Whereas now I career plan. This is where I want to go at this time, this time, this time. I actually literally want to be like this person. So I would, I would actually reach out to people that I know are in my position. I would um or the positions that I want to be yeah. in, and I think, I guess. But I'm not really... Sometimes I would have been like, oh, a bit, a bit shy. But now I'm like, listen, I need to go and get where I need to get to. So I'm going to I'm gonna do what I need to do and I'm going to get there. Yeah, quiet mouths don't get fed. They don't. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying with you in the sense that how... Knowing your weaknesses and your strengths, yeah, and how they play out in you as a entrepreneur, yeah, mm-hmm. what are you doing differently this time? Most of my weaknesses is just I don't want to put myself out there. So That's my biggest weakness. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to put yourself out there. So how would you progress? But I'm okay with it. I'm not okay with it. I'm trying <laughs> not to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be okay with it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to... The way that I've thought about it and reasoned it with myself is... I have to put myself out there. I can't, I can't mm. escape that. Mm-hmm. I have to be bombarding mm-hmm. you lot with the podcast, telling you guys to listen. Mm-hmm. Because my other thing is, I don't want to see Yeah, you know, you're begging it. Oh, please go and listen please to my podcast. Yeah. You know those people that say you broadcast when they bring up yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, well, come on. But it I, does I'm happen. I'm going to be broadcasting yeah, yeah. this episode yeah, to everyone definitely, in my WhatsApp. Definitely. I, I, and I agree. I think also, like, I feel like you have to in the beginning and it yeah. speaks volumes because it only takes one person to click on it and be like, oh, cool. Yeah. And stuff like that. I think even putting yourself out there, you need to do things that you would necessarily not be comfortable with. And so, it's going to be a lot of things. So like visual podcasts. Oh, well, well would you, now you're going to be too far. No, but that is the biggest way of you putting yourself out there. Do, are people, you going to do a visual podcast? I'm not a person that's on your podcast. I mean, I'm, you your podcast is not for me. I'm not a business woman. When you do a podcast, are you going to have a visual? It it, it, it may be. Um, no, but we're not talking about me. We're okay. talking about you. All right. Okay. This is about you. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> in terms of the visual thing, I definitely want it, want it to be visual. Mm. The only reason why it mm. probably won't be visual mm. is because I thought about this yesterday when I was going on my daily walk. Mm. What I really liked about recording... Look at how we look right now. I know. We're comfortable. Excuse me, I look beautiful. You got, I didn't say you don't. No, but no, you, I look... Be- no. But, no, no. 
listen I'm gonna I look beautiful my wig is no, listen. slaying no, no. my eyelashes is slaying my nails are slaying I look prim and proper I don't know about you okay your nails are slaying <laughs> but you have your yeah, you have yeah. your bonnet on your head excuse me what like I'm just not let me don't let me finish my imagery. statement let me finish my statement no, no, okay, okay, go. you have your bonnet in mm-hmm. your head we're both wearing hoodies mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. we're sitting here just comfortable and that is one thing that I liked mm-hmm. about recording is that mm-hmm. people showed up as they were mm-hmm. and they did not feel like I have to be done up mm-hmm. like I had conversations mm-hmm. with women in the headscarf not yeah. the headscarf in the bonnet yeah. we cap yeah, Cornrows. yeah, and you can actually be unapologetically you, yeah, without having to do the whole makeup without the pressure pr- thing and stuff. And like then that. you have to definitely. think of your body language. You have to think yeah, of how you're presenting definitely, yourself. Definitely, I feel like doing the visual it removes a part of that. Yeah, but I'm definitely gonna be doing some visual episodes, but those are going to be the face to face episodes. Yeah, so yeah. maybe not this one, but like moving never forward. Me, sorry, it will never be one with me. Why? Because I don't do visuals. Okay, I respect that. Mm-hmm. My heart is still open. Um, yes, yeah, so I definitely will bring out some mm-hmm. visuals um, when I feel if I feel it's right. But for now, I like the fact that people can show up yeah. as they are. Oh, I'm I'm actually them. not pushing it. I was just saying that's an I, that's sometimes you've got to do the extreme. No, I agree. To, to, but to do what you, I, that was just an only idea. Only if someone if someone's like I'm, I'm comfortable. Yeah, as yeah, I am, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it out. Yeah. I'll bring it out. But I won't bring it out as like a full YouTube episode. I'll probably bring it as like a TikTok, like a one minute yeah, TikTok course, episode. Right. Just um, well, even an Instagram live is. Yeah, is, I'm not gonna bring it as a full thing. Um, but I'm definitely gonna have to get comfortable with putting myself out there. And one thing that I'm going to make sure is. I'm going to put myself out there as much as I feel uncomfortably comfortable, mm. which means I'm going to have to put boundaries mm. on how much of my life I share. I have to share what I feel comfortable of with course. sharing, which means I know there are people out there who put what might seem like mm. their whole lives to mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. but I'm sure maybe they have a boundary of saying, no, 100%. you lot don't see this. And that's important to me. So I'm definitely going to put myself out there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and do like videos, stories, and oh, Jesus Christ, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Guys, I'm we were trying to just, do I'm Amsterdam story. It, this girl gave up by the airport. No, she forgot. <laughs> she definitely isn't a content creator. That's not her creative no, side. No, I'm a creative, but I'm not a content creator. <laughs> yeah, you know, content creator. Do you have a final question? Or? Okay, so, all right. What are, if you were going to speak to, um, if you were like, if you were going to speak to people starting up businesses or creatives like you, a person like you, yeah. What would you advise them? Give them three things that you would advise. A creative or someone starting yeah. a business. Yeah. What do you mean in terms of just um, like the, the practical tri- yeah. tips? Yeah. Or sorry, the practical tips or the a mix. mental. Tips? Yeah. So two practical, one mental. Two practical tips. Well, you know, I'm a big advocate of buying your domain. Mm-hmm. Buy your domain. I don't know why people don't buy their domains. It's 99p. Do you know a domain costs 99p? <laughs> why have you not bought it? So what do people do? They do like WordPress. No, no, no. They just carry on their businesses, but they don't buy the domain. So mm-hmm. what happens is when you decide to now grow your business to go legit or mm-hmm. your business gets bigger, now you need a website. Mm-hmm. Someone has taken www.puppies.com uh, because you didn't, you didn't yeah, take it when you got your idea. It is 99p. Come on now. Buy your domain. You I feel like some do people don't believe in this. Uh, we probably, it's, but it's 99p. Yeah, it's probably someone Do you know how many me. domains I own? Any idea that I get a buy domain? I own so many domains. It's 99p. You don't lose nothing. 
Any idea that Clarity gets, she's got a domain. She's I, got I a law so of domain. domain. <laughs> if you're gonna buy a domain, holler at me. I'll probably own it. <laughs> uh, the second tip I'll give is check that the name is available. What? Is that a practical tip? Yeah. Yeah. Because you might want to call it facebook.facebook.com mm-hmm. and you don't realize that facebook.com is already taken and mm-hmm. it's already mm-hmm. running. So. Before you get committed to a name, yeah, check that it's available. available. Yeah, that's a good one. And then buy the domain if it's available. Yeah. Um, so you need to check on Companies House. Mm-hmm. You need to check on Trademarks. And mm-hmm. if, they are not, if they're available there, check on mm-hmm. to see if the website is, the domain's registered. Mm-hmm. If it's not, buy that domain. Mm-hmm. I cannot stress that enough. And the third one, just do it. If someone that just starts businesses because of a good business idea, just do it. Don't overthink it. Yeah, so Clark, you're speaking to yourself, just do it. I did do it though. Yeah, but do it and do it. Do it and do it well. Yeah. And I, 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 no, I wouldn't say do it well because you do, when you're in it. Well, I, I know, but I'm just okay. saying, just in case people say you're not doing it well. But I wouldn't say you don't do things well. I think it's part of what you've discussed. I think. There are so many factors and I think everybody has it in the point of like in life about certain things. People have fears about certain things. I think people, there's always something in somebody's life where you're just like, mm, I could do better here. And yeah. you don't. And do you know I, what I think? Mm-hmm. This might be controversial. Mm-hmm. Copy it and do better. Okay. I was still, I actually wasn't listening to what you said. I just got the last bit. Yeah. Because what did you say? I'm over you. Because <laughs> I forgot what I've just said. So just forget it. No, no. What I was, what I was saying is, if you see someone doing something and you think you can do it better, just yeah, oh, yeah, come do on. it. How many cake ladies are there? Ah, don't come for cake ladies. No, no, no. I'm not coming for cake. I, everyone, master your craft. Get your money because cake people they'll be t- charging you 180 pounds for a birthday cake. Listen, what I need to do. To get £180 in my line of work, mate. Honestly, I don't know. So, I don't know their hustle. Their, their artistry is amazing. But what I'm just trying to say is there's loads of cake ladies out there's there. Space there's everybody. loads of decor people out there. There's loads of event planners out there. There's loads of... The, like, it, everybody has their market. Yeah, Go for your market. For so, if you're copying a style, copy it and do it well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Clyde it was nice actually having this conversation with you. Well, thank you for sitting down with me and having this amazing idea yeah, of doing this together. Um, yeah, just want to say that how you're amazing i do look up to you in terms oh, of thank your you, business what <laughs> she's making it a sentimental moment she knows i don't really do sentiment. i'm appreciating you what's wrong with that yeah and you know i'm looking forward to seeing more from you and i'm always going to read you but i'm always i read you because you're more i know there's more that you can give yeah. all right this is bye massive thank you to sarah for taking your time out to sit down with me thank you for listening this is, we've reached the end of the episode. The website is live. I should have said that in the beginning. I totally forgot. The website is www.homeofmybearking.com. On there, you'll be able to access all the episodes and get details of the past guests I've had and uh, how to contact me if you'd like to be a guest um, on the podcast. There's also a form there that you can fill in and send to me and then I'll get back to you. Um, and I'm just so excited to be back. I have missed recording, missed talking to this mic. Um, so yeah, and as usual, Instagram. Oh yeah, not as usual. Instagram is now home of my Birkin. So at home of my Birkin, that's Instagram. Also on TikTok, home of my Birkin. Um, email, 
info at homeofmybackhand.com if you don't want to go on the website. Or if you want to be a guest, you can email guest at homeofmybackhand.com. So thank you for getting this far. Thank you for tuning in. And I'm back, baby. <laughs>